Come on, make some noise. All I hear in my spirit is shout unto God with the voice of triumph. said in my spirit, praise is intentional. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I came to get something done. I will praise out of God miracles, deliverance, salvation. Hallelujah. Did your praise get anything done today? Hallelujah. said to me, do you notice it is a voice of triumph, not a voice of victory, but a voice of triumph. You say you need to praise God in such a manner that Satan cannot have a comeback. It will be a permanent knockout. That's why he said praise is intentional. I keep telling you every Sunday, if you understand it, nobody can shout you. Nobody can jump you. You come once a week to lay your marker down. I'm winning this thing. I didn't come here to think about what I'm going through. I came here to produce every breakthrough, every miracle, every deliverance. Some of you don't hear what I'm telling you. You mean a shout? 
I was telling the Amabarians who were riding in this morning, I said, you know, whenever I am between seasons, whenever God is about to do something major, you, you, you start getting all kinds of attacks and bullets and Satan is trying to shorten your praise because he knows your breakthrough is in your mouth. Hey, your fire is in your mouth. Your miracle is in your mouth. Hallelujah. Come on. I know you praise God this morning, but I'm, I'm telling you, he's asking for something extra. Something that will, will manifest some things this week. Every week should be a miraculous adventure. You produce it now. You release it now. just asked me a question. He said, why did I say to the Pharisees that if these children shut their mouth, that the rocks will cry out? He said, why? <laughs> you see now, the Pharisees didn't understand that even what the children were doing was prophesied. I'm about to shock you. That praise was ordained by God for the grace Jesus needed to go to the cross. <laughs> they were singing his prophetic destiny. Hosanna! Blessed is he that cometh in the name he was ordained. And if the children shut their mouth, the rocks will do it. If you shut your mouth, the clouds will do it. Your destiny is in your mouth. Fire in your mouth. Miracles in your mouth. That shows you it's not an option. Every blessing God has already planned out this week, you better release it. You better turn it loose. You waited long enough. You shout with the voice of a miracle, the voice of a triumph, the voice of deliverance, the voice. And the song itself is prophetic. He said, get up, get out of that grave. You don't belong there. You got resurrection power. How many of you got resurrection power? You'll be here long enough. There's something inside of you. Shout like it. Jump like it. Praise like it. Hallelujah. 
weak manifest. Let our miracles manifest. thank you we thank you that our week is set our shout has gone forth we're declaring that we win and we triumph and we celebrate it in faith and thank you in advance that you have already answered us and we give you the glory and the praise in Jesus name and let me hear the voice of triumph This is a blessing that we have all run from. And don't understand that that is where Satan gets most of his power from. Amen. Because if God can correct you, he can trust you. Amen. When God trusts you, he sends you angels to accompany you. Amen. I'm not speaking about the generic promise that the angel of the Lord encamped around them that fear him. That's general. But you have specific angelic assignments that helps you navigate through life. <clears throat> it is like the testimony my friend gave uh, some years ago. You know, overseas you deal with things that looks like it's coming to America with all the shortages and all of that. But there was no fuel and, and you know, if you go overseas, things are not orderly. People driving in from everywhere and trying to get to the pump. Amen. So my friend said she told the guy driving the car to join them to get his maneuver the car close to the pump. And, uh, and then the people started screaming and uh, and this big old guy started getting really angry and upset and trying to tell them to move the car. He said he sized up himself. He said, man, this guy will tear me up with one hand. He wouldn't even bother to use a, a second hand. And suddenly, a guy appears from nowhere and said nobody will get gas here except he gets first. 
And they tried it, and the pump will not work. See, that's the angel of the Lord. They said, oh, okay, okay, okay. Then let him get gas. They put it in his tank. He started flowing. <laughs> it's like the, you saw the group of people from my village. I didn't know there were so many. 110 of them came from Canada and all over America. Even I saw people from my very, very kindred in the village. And they said, they've never gone to the village in years. I said, why not? He said, man, it's dangerous. I said, I've been going and coming. And then the leader said, if I got the anointing you carry, I'll be going too. He said, if I go, who is sending me? He said, they will hang me up. <laughs> I said, oh, so you know there's something, yeah? He said, oh, yeah, we, we, we are not in doubt. Amen. You see? However, we forfeit so much because we cannot be corrected. We want to be right. Amen. And I laugh at members of Resurrection House for All Nations because you joined it and you thought you were just joining a church. But the glory and the miracles you see here, that's not regular church. The testimonies of resurrection is not regular church. And then, this one is covenant driven. And the covenant says, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be blessed? However, we all joined it and we set the covenant, but we go around every day wanting to be right. So now we've shouted out our week. But can you take enough wrong to manifest what you just shouted out? You have to make a choice that you want the blessing. And if you want the blessing, you must get out of strife. You must be able to take correction joyfully. And God will, even things that were postponed will be he will cut the time short. Hallelujah. I felt, I felt that rain. <laughs> you know, God will give a decree. Shorten the time. Angels will be commanded to serve and to bless you. But we fast 21 days. Instead of keeping your mouth shut and doing as you're told. And you postpone. That's why Israel was 40 years in the wilderness. The journey was supposed to be 40 days. And it turned to? Yeah. You're going to get there, but you're going to be 96. Because so many seasons will pass in the wilderness of refusing to be under authority. This is what is killing God's people all over the world. And God keeps telling me, teach them these things. I'm inspecting their hearts. It's still not there for me to release what I promised. Because God doesn't want to release his blessing when he sees that Satan will snatch it. Because what the capacity you develop to receive it is what helps you maintain it. If you know the number of devils trying to force this 
glory are loose from me. Then you'll understand what I'm telling you. But as I was looking at the scripture, I saw something that helped me understand why many of you struggle with receiving correction. Do you know what it is? You never had a father. You never had a father. Or you had an Ahab in the house as a father. That's what it is. Because if you had a father, you can take a bump. Your, your soul is developed. It's an amazing thing that mothers spend most of the time with the children. But yet God commands the father to raise the children. Isn't that amazing? He said, fathers, bring up the children in the nurture. Uh-huh. He says, the father that should give the instruction, do the whipping, shape the spirit, drive the foolishness from the heart of the child. We don't need mamas yelling and screaming and and making noise. No, you need the daddy. Hallelujah. Thank God there's still a few of you that can clap on that one. You see? Because this is what is hindering the supernatural flow. We should be farther than we are. And I told you, he said to me, when what you are doing to me in the closet begins to exceed the level of your grace, I will go public on you to save you. Look at Hebrews 12, verse 7. You see these mysteries. For He says, if you endure chastening. You notice? Chastening is something you endure. It is not a picnic. It is not exciting. And all you enemies of people's destiny, whenever somebody is corrected, you go and start politicking with them. Are you okay? Why are you asking them if they're okay? That's Satan. Because when you're corrected, you're not okay. Your emotions are messed up. You don't need anybody to come and start asking you if you're okay. Because they're trying to turn your attention away from the correction into how you feel. Yeah, I'm, tell, I'm prophesying to you. You need to leave them alone. Leave them in the hands of God. Because the destiny is so important. Destiny is so important. When I was going through these things, think about all the blessings we've experienced, all the miracles around the world, all the things that God is doing today through Resurrection House. I could have forfeited all of it. Had I not submitted over there, and then, or accepted the satanic bailout, when that guy came from Florida asking me to come and take his church, (laughs) and God said, I will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. He said, right here. I didn't need interpretation. He said, right here, where you're going through hell. That's where I'll deliver you and celebrate you and bless you. But America said, go where you are celebrated. Okay, then where will God set your table? He said, he sets it in the presence of your enemies. Amen. 
That's why people keep going to church, but there are no sons of God. And America is not changing because church folks are demonized as the, you know, secular folks. One of the deaconesses said, right here on 138, her car just bumped a little, you know, just so gently. Even her own car was not scratched or dented. But this person with Jesus, all this on her car, jumped out and demons everywhere. She said, young lady, I don't know what, <laughs> what is in you or what you're manifesting, but look, there's no damage to your car. Are you reacting to the idea that there was a damage or that there's really a damage? Are you mad that the damage wasn't big enough for you to collect money? Maybe that was it. I just finally figured it out. <laughs> if you're going to hit me, hit me good. So I can collect some money. What is all this little thing here? Watch now. He says, how you endure chastening determines how God relates to you. Look, let's read. If you endure chastening, God deals with you. Uh, he said he will deal with you as a son. But if you want to become a bastard, how do you know you become a bastard? God pulls back from you. There's no communion. And that's when religious devils move, move in and start talking to you. And you think you're still hearing from God. But down the road, you will know that you've been listening to religious devils because you see all the things they told you will happen will not happen because they're liars. You have to learn satanic pranks. The only certainty is your spirit. The peace of God that rules. Even if all the data on the outside is perfect, but this is wrong, all of that is a lie. It's a mirage. Are you hearing? Yeah. <laughs> Watch now. This stuff is so powerful. Do you know what it means that God will deal with you as a son? He'll be relating to you as he related to Jesus. He will answer you when you call. When the enemy rises against you, God will answer the door. Beloved, these are fatherly instructions. They are not palatable. They are not the row, row, row type of messages, but they are powerful. They are life-changing. This is deliverance 101. God chastises those he loves. It's not palatable. It's not sweet. It's, it's difficult. It's something you endure. But you endure it, as you will find out in later messages, for the fruit it will produce. Hallelujah. One scripture says the peaceable fruit of righteousness. He said we might be partakers of his holiness. But watch, the bullet in this particular uh, message or this segment we are showing you says that when your sins start exceeding your current level of grace, God will go public on you to save you because he knows you can't handle people. And they are venomous words, their judgments, their criticisms, their rejection. 
These are tools. David, I believe in Psalm 17, called the wicked God's hands in his life. You have to learn these things. Don't listen to these uh, ignorant friends of yours that are always ministering to you according to your feelings and emotions. And you end up wandering around in the wilderness of life and leaving the earth prematurely. No. God puts you in an anointed ministry to destroy and, and, and annihilate and nullify the generational curses and the problems that have run in your family, Satan running amok, unchallenged, unfettered. That's why he said he prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Then if you keep on hanging with friends, God can get his work done. Your massive, mighty, gargantuan, gigantic breakthroughs happen under persecution. You know, the church of Jesus Christ has always done better under persecution. When Mao Zedong did, the, the, you know, the revolution in China, they said there were four million Christians. And they thought that with him taking over and banning churches and, and the Bible and all of that. Beloved, today they're saying 100 million or even a billion Christians are in China. <laughs> the church has grown <clears throat> both in size and in quality and in power. Churches everywhere. No pastor as we understand it. And yet the Holy Spirit doing amazing things and raising up leaders so that Americans that are smuggling in the Bible have connected with so many powerful Chinese underground leaders. Isn't that amazing? You would do better if you will uh, accept the chastisement of the Lord. You would do greater. You would do better. You would defeat these demons that have been insulting you and defying you. Yes, you would develop power over them and God will vindicate you and give you the blessing of your life. That's why we're sharing these messages. Don't reject them because they're not promises of blessing or as I call them, ice cream and cake. This is deliverance. Put your seed down in the fertile soil of this ministry. We're doing rare things by the Holy Ghost, by the glory of God. And God is telling us to prepare for what is to come, the glory that will invade the earth. He said it won't be much preaching. It will be proven to every false religion, every nation, no matter who they worship, that Jesus Christ is Lord. And we will prove it so decisively that there will be no doubt. God will arrange for presidents and prime ministers to be present. And they will see something bigger than them, greater than them. Glory to God. I'm so excited. That's why I keep going no matter what. We love you, beloved. I have more time to preach later. Receive the blessing today. Stop murmuring and complaining. Receive the chastisement of the Lord. And your life will never be the same. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.